Welcome to the Worship Leader Probs Podcast, where we aim to entertain, encourage, and equip worship and tech leaders all around the world. Look, we all know that serving in worship and production is great, but the problems, those are real. Thanks for joining us as we dive into today's episode with our host, Brian Tabor. Welcome to episode 133 of the Worship Leader Probs podcast. We're so glad that you're here listening with us. We're excited. We're, uh, we love you. You're a worship and production leader or a volunteer on your church team. This is, this is what our podcast is for. And we talk about these three E's every week. We want to entertain you. If we can make you laugh, you know, you are reminded that you're not alone in this. We want to uh, encourage you and we want to help equip you. And sometimes we have people on that that add E's to the three E's, four, five, six. I think one week we added eight E's. And that's because we have Big Yonce and she is extra. <laughs> Big Yonce. <laughs> we gotta Here change the spelling. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hello. How's it going? It is so good. It's so good. It's so good to be here today. Uh, Brian, I love these chats and I hope that you guys enjoy these chats. You know, again, I think sometimes maybe they sit there going, what is wrong with these two people? And we totally haven't been talking for 90 minutes. No, yeah, no, no. Before we hit record, we totally (laughs) would never do that. One of these weeks we should do an episode where we just go ahead and roll all of the ridiculous (laughs) banter. Just, (laughs) just let the train off the tracks, you know, (laughs) but it's not going to happen this week. It's not going to happen this week. We, we have, this week we got something planned here's what we're going to do we're going to share some resources um, with you guys we are going to share some laughs with prayer concerns that's um, always a favorite moment of ours and then we're going to be sharing a conversation that we had with jimmy williams from worship together that is um, super encouraging really great conversation but before we get to all of that brian will you tell our listeners about our sponsor planning center absolutely absolutely there's some of my favorite people in the whole world and uh, so here, here it is. If you don't know what Planning Center is, Planning Center makes software that is designed to help you find freedom to focus on what really matters in your ministry. It's a set of online software products that you can subscribe to individually, or you can use them together as like a full church management system. You can always try any of their products free for 30 days, which is awesome. Uh, they recently launched a new product called Publishing. Uh, Planning Center Publishing is a way for churches to create their own custom content and share sermons uh, with their congregation through the Church Center app and website. Check it out, man. Fam, Planning Center is the best. The best. The best. So, (laughs) guys, in the 90 minutes before we hit record today, (laughs) we brainstormed, we solved problems, Mm -hmm. we laughed we prayed we it was like a full experience cornucopia of conversation yeah it was it totally (laughs) was so it made me start thinking you know i'm a foodie well documented yep well documented so jen if you if you had to pick one food and you could only eat that food like that type that food type for the rest of your life every single day What would you pick? What's the one thing I'm eating every single day the rest of my life? I'm going to go with cereal. (laughs) Oh. Because think about it. You got the whole aisle and there's just, there's so much variety. You know, you got a sweet tooth, you go hit the sugary cereals. If you're feeling super healthy, you cross the aisle to the organic stuff (laughs) on the other side, (laughs) you know. Cereal. Okay. So you do, would you buy Fruit Loops for your family or do you buy like, Whatever the knockoff is of oh, Fruit Loops. Um, okay, I'm a I'm a sale shopper. So gotcha. if if they've got that deal on the Fruit Loops, then I'll buy them the actual Fruit Loops. But mm-hmm. I go for nice. whatever's more cost effective because they don't seem nice. to notice or care. Right. So and you're you're probably going through a fair amount of cereal. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. So it's actually embarrassing because sometimes when you got that cereal sale, there's no happier moment in the grocery store than cereal sale day. There just isn't. <laughs> And I'm up there at the I'm up there on the conveyor and I've got 10, 15 boxes loaded up. And you know, without fail, someone makes a comment like, Man, you must have a big family. Or you know, yeah. <laughs> yeah. What's it to you? Buddy? So no, sometimes I'm like, no, it's just me. 
just to, <laughs> just to see them. But no, we easily go through uh, a box will last us. I don't know, maybe maybe get us through two mornings, maybe. Wow. wow. Yeah, we have multiple. What's the what's the, uh, what's the milk uh, sitch at uh, Casa de Smell? Uh, we go through quite a bit of milk. We go- <laughs> Is it you going you go one percent? You going two? Like we go two percent. Like we, almond milk? No, or? we go two percent. Two percent. You know? Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Nice. You know, that whole milk is real fatty. It is. It <laughs> but, is. you know, 2%, I feel like, is a good... 2%. It's a good lane to ride I think that's in. what we are. We don't do tons of milk, not because we're against it, but, you know, I... You know, carbs, carbs mm. make me uh, yeah. really puffy. Yeah. <laughs> so I try to try not to do it. Yeah, I'm not a drink a glass of milk kind of person, but oh, cereal, yeah. Awesome. Some cold chocolate chip cookies. Here. So I made Oof. some chocolate chip cookies over the weekend, and I did have some cookies mm. dipped in milk. Yeah. Yeah, nice. cereal nice. all the way. Okay, same question. What about you? This is going to be hard for you since you're a foodie. It's going to be really hard. But I feel like it's going to involve your grill. It will. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> It'll be, it might be tacos. Because really? there's so many varieties of tacos, different kinds of tacos, you know, hard shell, soft shell. It's true. Corn, flour. Yeah. Chicken, beef. Okay. Uh, you found sausage. a loophole. What is that? What sausage, is sausage taco. Oh, oh, chorizo. Uh, Chorizo. Okay. Yeah. Ooh, <laughs> like sauce. I, I like that. Picturing Jimmy yeah, Dean like pork breakfast links. Breakfast burrito, like breakfast taco kind of deal. <laughs> it might be tacos. Okay. Nacho, you know, nachos. It would be something probably from that family. Okay. So I'm seeing a theme with you um, yeah. because this reminds me of a conversation we had last week about Taco Bell. <laughs> Guys. It, Guys, the comments. The comments. <laughs> The DM, the DMs. Oh my gosh. So we put a poll up because Brian and I both pronounced Taco Bell. Now I'm trying to say with no emphasis differently. And I I will say that most people voted emphasis on taco, Taco Bell. I wouldn't say it was like a landslide. No, no, but it was definitely. It was definitely, yeah. Yeah. It was a clear winner. But the, uh, the DMs are what has been. So hilarious the the responses. We got one DM from someone saying Taco Bell is not Mexican food, so blah. <laughs> Which I do feel the need to clarify. I don't think any of us said Taco Bell is Mexican food. We clearly yeah, said it's not. it's late night shame food. Yes, That's- exactly. <laughs> it's let's. I need to make a mistake. Right. I'm choosing let's, Taco Bell. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely. Yeah. Definitely not. So okay, that we didn't. This on the subject of food, have you seen this craze with the uh, the hot dogs that are shaped like burgers? Oh no, that feels like that shouldn't be a thing. What's it called? Um, oh, it, that's called a mistake. Round. It's called a round dog. Oh gosh! It's a it's a it's a hot dog shaped like a hamburger patty. It gives you this. A lot of surface area to get, you know, grill marks on and stuff like. But I'm then intrigued, it's, I, I, don't, I got to tell you, I made an order of some round dogs. Okay, we're gonna need a, a live of that or a real something, something because I'm not sold on that. Do you do like all beef hot dogs or are you? Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. I'm like, please don't tell me you do highest the, quality I can possibly get. What's your favorite um, brand of beef hot dogs? Um, that's a great question. Uh, the the store that we go to, I know they're. They're Angus, Dang. like okay, Brian. hot dogs. Yeah, wow. like that's pretty high. Wow, pretty high on that's the a old, bougie uh, hot dog you're eating there. <laughs> that's a you call me extra. You're getting Angus beef hot dogs. Hey man, my body's a temple, Jen. I got to take care of it. You know what I put into my what I put into my temple matters. <laughs> Oh man, you guys can see the noticeable difference between me and Brian. I go cereal aisle. And Brian's buying Angus Tacos, beef yeah, hot exactly. dogs. Angus wow. Beef, you could probably make a hot dog. You could make a taco out of a hot dog. You could. As the meat. You yeah. could. Oh, fish tacos. Okay, wait. Yeah, tacos is was that was a great a answer. Choice, that, Jen. Was strong. I'm you, that was I'm strong. That was strong. This this temple didn't just happen. Okay. <laughs> it's very intentional. Oh my gosh. Wow. So hey, I can't help but notice that you are decked in some WLP. I am. Swag today. Got it on today. Nice. So comfortable. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You're digging it. I am. I am. Um, so where can somebody if like if they if they're like, hey, Yonsei's got it, I got to have it. Where do they go to get it? <laughs> you gotta go hop on www.worshipleaderprops.com. 
that's where, I mean, you guys could just, just go check out the website. There's a whole lot of stuff on there. There's lots of content. We've got links to the podcast, but we have a merch tab on there. And it's just, you can scroll to your heart's delight. We've got all kinds of designs on there. We've got some prayer concern shirts. You've got your standard worship leader prop shirts. There's some lyric shirts. You've got hats and beanies and all kinds of stuff. And we're constantly adding new items Absolutely. to the store. I'm looking forward Check to winter out. season because there's some stuff I would really like to see us throw in there. Let's go. Yeah. Let's yeah. go. So go check it out. Yeah, go check it out. Um, you know, if you're coming to Experience Conference, grab some merch from the store, wear it yeah. to the conference. That's going to be fun. We had a little, in our preliminary conversation today, we were talking just a little bit about what we're going to do when mm-hmm. we when we hang at, at Experience Conference. So I hope you're planning to join us, experienceconference.com, in September, Orlando, Walt Disney World, Cronuts. Yep. Live recording of the Worship Leader Probs podcast. It's going to be awesome. So join us. Yes. You got to be there. You got to be there. Well, Brian, we've laughed. We've talked. We've prayed. It's time to laugh some more. Why don't you go ahead and take us into a little segment we like to call Prayer Concerns. I have to tell you, your setups have been on point. I kind of wish people could see the video <laughs> of us talking because <laughs> trying to make it through some of that stuff and watching each other laugh. It's tough. It's tough. It's tough. I'm going to be honest with you. It's tough. But fam, <laughs> okay, so prayer concerns. Some Occasionally, you know, we take these on the website. You click on the prayer concerns tab. Occasionally, people think they're legit prayer concerns, and so we get actual prayer requests, and we pray for those. Mm-hmm. Um, but here's what we mean. Often, like on your connection card or in the chat of your live stream or whatever, um, you'll ask people, hey, how can we pray for you? And some some people take it seriously. They'll tell you how that you can pray for them. And, you know, some people like to tell you what they think of the job you're doing and the lights that you chose and the jeans that you're wearing mm-hmm. and the volume of your service or the song selection or the list goes on and on and on and oh, on. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So uh, people send these in. They're anonymous. They send them in from all over the world. So if you got a crazy comment or somebody got in your live stream and went nuts, Send it to us and we will send, we will, we will share it. We will share it anonymously. So let's dive right in. Prayer concern number one. This was a comment on our live stream recently and it said, Surely the risen Savior is worthy of you tucking your shirt in. (laughs) (laughs) They realize that the risen Savior didn't have pants back when <laughs> so i don't know if he's going to be that offended <laughs> about a shirt there, tuck man. oh you caught, man you caught me. wow you got me wow. you got me yeah come on That's fam God. come on fam all right number two prayer concern number two we got this comment recently and it said i am so disappointed i thought for sure on this special day easter sunday that that would mean we would hear our glorious organ And as a sidebar, the glorious organ hasn't been seen on our stage or heard in our services for over 10 years. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Talk about resurrecting things from the dead. Exactly. (laughs) Hoping for a double dip on the resurrection. Wow. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Oh, Lord, help us. All right. Number three, prayer concern number three. Uh, and it says innovative washlight guy here again. You know, we've gotten a few uh, prayer concerns from the innovative washlight guy. And it says, hope your day is going better than mine. My mother, the woman who gave me birth, told me that I should come to their church and listen to their worship leader because she really likes him. <laughs> when your mom is dropping. Oh man. Okay, mom. When your mom when mom is dropping prayer concerns, that's yep. just not good. Yep, no. No. That's your baby right there, man. <laughs> good. Come on now. Come on. Oh god. Hope okay. your day's going better than mine. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> that's a nice setup right there. Oh jeez. Oh my lord. Um okay, so last week, you know, making her triumphant return to the prayer concerns section was Alice. Yes. So uh we have another 
We have another note from Alice. Alice strikes again. Alice strikes again. So it's, this one says, Pastor, yesterday the praise team sang the songs, the song whose title is probably You're So Good, and another song before that, which are, was performed by our choir and praise team. They have wonderful messages and great tunes, but I am sick to death of them. One of the bad parts about You're So Good is that the chorus is sung so many times that I want to scream. I need this, that song and the other ones like it with dragged out choruses and <laughs> sing often. I need them to end so we can go on to another. There are so many other songs. <laughs> You've told me it's hard to get people to learn a new song, but you're their boss. <laughs> Blessings, Alice. <laughs> going and going. I think Alice needs to start a blog. Yeah, she does. Let's, she does. let's start a, a roast campaign. Blog. Yeah. <laughs> a roast blog. And, and oh. remember, Pastor, you're their you're boss. The boss. You're their boss. Oh. You're the boss of them. Oh my gosh, Alice. <laughs> <laughs> oh my Lord. Wow. Oh my Lord. Okay. All right. Number five, prayer concern number five. This is the last one and the bottom of the pudding cup. It says, Someone recently told me they were praying for my salvation, since I said we should shout and dance before the Lord. They thought that I had a demonic spirit in me, and I, I would be the reason the church would eventually close its doors. Please pray for me to be delivered. What? <laughs> oh, my God. Oh. Guys, well, it's in the book, man. D- right, right. Come on. Oh, my goodness gracious. Come on, fam. Oh, oh lovelies, you, you did it again this week. So Gosh. thank you, thank you, thank you. Those are prayer concerns. You can submit yours anonymously at worshipleaderprobs.com by clicking on the prayer concerns tab. We'll never share your name or your church's name. You'll always be anonymous. We may roast on the people who send them like Alice occasionally, but that's all we'll do. We don't know which Alice, it's just an Alice. Uh, so Jen and I recently had an opportunity to sit down with this like the f- most fascinating guy in, in, in music, worship ministry, Jimmy Williams from Worship Together. Like if you've ever watched a New Song Cafe or any of the videos, like Jimmy's the guy doing the interview. So we, t- we thought it'd be fun to turn the tables on Jimmy and interview him. So check out our conversation with Jimmy Williams from Worship Together. Well, the Worship Leader Props podcast is thrilled to have Mr. Jimmy Williams on the podcast. Jimmy, how you doing? Man, I'm really good. Uh, I don't know if you guys being thrilled to have me on to the podcast and Instagram that makes fun of people mostly is a little scary, but uh, <laughs> I'm honored to be a part of it. <laughs> oh man, we we love what you do and we are huge fans and uh so just, man, thanks so much for taking the time. You, you guys, I'm always fascinated when we get a chance to talk to people who are a part of and represent ministries that are, that are making ripples all over the planet. And, and that certainly describes Worship Together and all the work that you do there. So thank you uh, on behalf of the guys and gals like me and Jen who are in local churches doing this. Thank you, thank you, thank you for all that you're doing for the kingdom. Oh man, well, thank you. That's that's an honor, and um, man, I'm, I'm just blessed to be a part of it. It's a great team here. Mm, that's awesome. So, Jimmy, how have you navigated uh, this COVID season? You spend a lot of time, I think, traveling around and interviewing. So, all of that got shut down <laughs> last year. So, so mm-hmm. how have you done through COVID? What have you been up to? Well, yeah, I mean, it's um, you know, up until COVID, we. You know, uh, you're referring probably to the Nissan Cafe videos we do at Worship Together, mm-hmm. but we've uh, we had always done those in person. I think maybe we had done one where we had FaceTimed in. Um, I think might have been a Hillsong one <laughs> where we had to FaceTime in one of the guys from a different <laughs> city, but but we always done them in person. Which you know, as you guys know, it's like sitting face to face. It's a whole different. Mm-hmm conversation you know than trying to do things online and so mm-hmm. we adapted mm-hmm. pretty quickly as a lot of uh, ministries did in churches 
And, um, you know, we went online, we experimented, we've, we've done Zoom, we've done iPhone recordings, we've done, you know, every, tried lots of different uh, ways. And, you know, we found some, you know, some ways to pull off the conversations and videos, you know, that, you know, that are, you know, easy to watch, you know, like early on, everybody was doing the Zoom record. And, you know, it was like, the first few we did, we're like, this is amazing. This is the best thing ever. And then you get like, <laughs> you, get, you get like 10 videos in and you start watching them back and you're like, man, like, this is really bad video. <laughs> <laughs> and so, yeah, we adapted and, you know, the cool thing with that, and I think a lot of people have figured out during the last year is, you know, we were able to have some conversations with people that would have been really hard in the past. You know, some of our friends in the UK mm-hmm. and some of our friends in Australia or West coast. And, you know, instead of us trying and waiting to try to get into the same space together, we were able to grab, you know, timely conversations with people um, all over the world. And so from that point of, I think we've learned some things that will definitely carry forward, but, you know, we've done a few in-person video shoots um you know recently and over the last year you know distanced and all of that and we're ready for sure to get back to being in the same room actually having face-to-face conversations absolutely man and we're all ready that's for sure um uh, okay so i i love this that because you've literally interviewed everyone just everyone there is. And so today we get a chance to kind of turn the tables and focus on you. Like the guy who's normally ask, asking the questions uh, gets a chance to answer them. And so like you mentioned the new song cafe videos, we've all watched those for years. I can remember uh, being at the national worship leader conference. This would have been maybe like Oh six. Oh yeah. Seven As a glory days. Uh, yeah, <laughs> man. And in, in, we're in Austin, Texas. I'm seeing a new song cafe live which was just the coolest experience. And so I'm wondering if you could, first of all, those videos are amazing to all of us. They help on so many levels and uh, helps us get background info and how to introduce songs to our churches and all those things. So can you tell us a little bit, how did all of that start? Yeah, it was, I mean, it was pre, you know, my time with Capital CMG. I mean, the Worship Together launched, I believe in 98, eight. Um, and it was, it really launched as an online resource for churches. You know, back then it was, everything was pretty much CDs and, you know, iTunes was just coming online and, um, you know, it was hard to find, like if you wanted you know, modern worship music, it was really hard to find it. You know, a lot of local bookstores weren't carrying it. There was a stirring of all of this cool music coming out of the UK with Delirious and Matt Redman and Stuart Townend and Paul Oakley and all these you know, these mm-hmm. really fresh songwriters and artists. And so Worship Together really was started by some really, you know, just, you know, genius people that were at, and back then was EMI Christian Music Group. And, um, you know, it was mm-hmm. Craig Donegan, who's now works with Gateway um, Church, um, still involved in music, and Steve Rice, who is still, you know, in music, doing some things. And, um, and so those guys, you know, they... They started it to be able to get music directly to the churches. They, they kind of bypassed the traditional Christian bookstore model, and they went directly to, uh, to churches and worship leaders. And they were selling, we were selling digital print. And, um, and then the audio, you know, they would buy the CDs or they would eventually download. And so, you know, that's the way it started. And, and so the cafe video, you know, became a way of introducing new songs, of getting interview thoughts behind the song. And, you know, the, the actual format of the videos has morphed a little bit over time. I and mean, it started off, I mean, they were, it's funny to go back and watch some of those videos. You like, you know, watch the Tomlin, how great is our God video. And, um, you know, <laughs> the, the audio was, you know, it was just like a guitar and, and a microphone, you know, into a little four track, mm-hmm. you know, digital recorder. Um, and so, mm-hmm. you know, it wasn't, super polished it was it was raw and um and the interviews at the time you know we utilized a combination of you know we ha- we would have developing artists that we would use to interview and then there was a, a gentleman by the name of rick kua which you probably remember i mean rick was mm-hmm. at yeah. emi christian music group at the time and was working with worship together and 
he was really great. You know, it's funny because people will be like, you and Rick, like look alike, man. It's like, whatever, man. Rick's like a foot taller than me, but, (laughs) (laughs) but he was great at it. And so, you know, it kind of went on that way for several years where, you know, Matt Marr did a ton of interviews for us because we were working with Matt as Mm -hmm. a writer before he was signed as an artist. And so, you know, and so we just, you know, we, we utilized that for a while. And then, you know, I've been with, with started with EMI is now capital um, for the last 16 years. And so when I came on board, we were still doing similar things, you know, but we were finding it harder and harder to get, you know, an artist there to host, you know, we could get the artist there to perform their mm-hmm. song, but finding someone to actually, you know, host it and, and do that. And so we started, you know, kind of filling in, I started doing some and, you know, and different people along the way on our staff have jumped in and, and have done, done some interviews and, you know, and along the way, I think we just developed, you know, a little bit of synergy. Our, you know, the performance of the song, which originally was just sort of pieces, they, we would just do like a verse chorus, maybe the bridge. And yeah. it was kind of cut up. And, you know, we found, you know, with YouTube coming on, you know, people were really interested in hearing the whole song acoustically. And so mm-hmm. we started recording mm-hmm. more audio as a result. And then, you know, we found through, you know, all of the you know, the technical stuff, logarithms and all that is, you know, if you put the music at the front of the video, people actually stay tuned in longer than if you start with the interview. So, you know, we, we've kind of, <laughs> we've kind of followed, you know, the, the, you know, the consumer and, and, um, and have changed along the way, but the heart and the core of what the video is about is still remains the same. It really is, you know, the heart behind the song, you know, the, getting into the lyric a little bit, talking about what the song says. And you mentioned it, Brian, but just those talking points that worship leaders can grab onto, maybe a scripture mm. reference or maybe something about the lyric or, or an idea that started the song that they can use to set the song up to their church in a meaningful way to understand where the lyrics coming from. And so the heart of it, I think, has remained the same all these years, although it's, you know, we're always you know, finding little ways to make it more compelling and, and more interesting. And I remember that day in Austin, if I, if I remember right, it would have been like Matt Marr, Paul Balash, Brenton Brown, <laughs> and Laura Story. And I'm like, this is the greatest thing I've ever <laughs> set. This is like the greatest conference breakout session in the history of worship conferences. Um, it was incredible. I, I loved it. Oh yeah. And that's awesome. I mean, we, We've done, we don't get to do as many of those just because the whole conference scene has changed so much in the last few years, Mm, you know, but I think the last one we did live was at maybe worship together 2018 or something. We, we, it was sort of, it was a surprise actually. We didn't even announce it, but we did one with Crowder um, on the main stage uh, in the big room for, I think the song was my victory. So we brought Crowder Ed cash out and, um, they, I hang Billy. A couple of all the writers came out, and we did a crazy fast set change, and and actually recorded the cafe for that in front of a live audience. And so that's that's awesome. Yeah, that's really been. I think that was the last time we actually did one in front of people where you can't mess up. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. And you guys were using the word cafe before it became trendy and cool, which is right. <laughs> I guess so. You know, I remember way back in because I was doing church worship before I even came to uh, you know back what what was EMI at the time, and you know Vineyard released that cafe series. You know, there was actually like two or three volumes. Yeah. There was like a um. Gosh, I can't remember. You know, uh, Butler was one of the guys. Scott Under, right. Under Underwood, I think. Mm-hmm. And like, um, you know, there was that was the first time I'd sort of clued into that. You know, like the cafe type of vibe or whatever. I don't know if that's where the original idea came from, but I know we were early on. We partnered a lot with Vineyard in doing things. So I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> yeah. <That's awesome. laughs> so, do you see any trends on the horizon when it comes to worship music? Yeah, that's a good question. I mean, we get asked that a lot just because we we have a pretty broad scope of music that's being created. I mean, we have a really wide artist roster. We have a really wide uh, writer roster. And, you know, there's, you know, and beyond that, a lot of our team uh, on the Worship Together team is involved weekly in, in just different 
church worship ministries. And so, you know, every time we come back from the weekend, we're all like collaborating on like what happened in your church? Like what worked, you know, what was the Mm -hmm. big moment? And, you know, and so we, we get to see a lot from a lot of different streams, you know, whereas I think a lot of, you know, if you're in one church, you know, you, you definitely sense what's happening there, but you may not have eyesight to what's happening in the UK or, you know, what's happening in, in, you know, uh, Brazil or in some other places. And so, you know, us being able to see that we get a bit of a, you know, surely for sure, we don't, we don't see it all, but we, we get a pretty good idea of like what's happening. And, you know, I think it feels to me like, you know, the, you know, just the freedom in worship, um, you know, I mean, a lot of people would, would cause it, you know, we call it just the charismatic stream of the church um, is really just really growing worldwide. I mean, a lot of the, the things that we're seeing coming out of Brazil and um, in places that are developing like that in Latin America, it's very much, you know, out of the stream of the charismatic church. And, you know, the, you know, the spontaneous kind of moment of worship and, or the feeling of spontaneity, at least, you know, is, you know, it's just really uh, powerful. And, you know, I think we've seen it a lot, you know, just in the last few years with, you know, the things that, you know, the Hillsong's doing and Bethel's doing and, um, you know, with Maverick City more recently, you know, just people really gravitating toward those just moments, powerful moments um, that feel, you know, kind of in the moment, they feel like there's a level of spontaneity Mm -hmm. of of what's happening right then. And so um, that feels to me, and even what, we've been experiencing locally in our church. It's just, there's definitely a, you know, there's a, a sense of freedom that people want to express, you know, even our church, which was a little bit more from a traditional background, you know, what's happening worship wise is really, it, it's just exciting. And I think exciting for everybody because they're finding, you know, this freedom to be able to express themselves more in mm-hmm. worship. And so that to me feels like, you know, the real exciting thing, uh, that's happening. And it's not just localized, you know, I, I see that as a, a really a, a much bigger picture that's happening. Uh, as we see things happen around the world, we'll catch videos or people will send us a video of, us, of one of our songs out of Germany or out of Sweden or out of, wow. you know, Russia. Yeah. It's just crazy, you know, and these songs travel so much and, you know, but what's happening in the church, you know, specifically around worship is pretty exciting. Mm-hmm. Man, it sure is. It sure is. It's a great, great time. Um, so, okay, you mentioned Capital CMG. If I have your title correct, is it VP of Creative Church Resources? Is that correct? That's fair enough. <laughs> 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 yeah, I mean, you know, we've uh, yeah, the the thing with Capital is like we're all like this big team, and so um, yeah. you know what what you're doing today may be a little different tomorrow, and um, but I've, you know, I've worn a few hats since I've been there over the last, you know, 15, 16 years. And, you know, I, I worked with songwriters, um, real directly for a few years. And, um, and then I've worked, you know, with worship together and, uh, the whole time. And then, you know, even in the last, uh, three or four years, even with our, like our print product division and stuff like that. So, um, you know, they, they sort of, you know, try to like give a title and it's sort of like, how do we talk about all the, you know, a hundred different things that you actually do. And, and, and they're people, they're basically like, yeah, it's creative and it has to do with church. So let's call it that. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I, I love that all of your hats have this, uh, this common thread of serving the local church. And that's, you know, that's where Jen and I live. And I, I love that. And so, can you, what, what else, uh, we've talked a little bit about the worship together piece. What else is involved in your role there? And what, what kind of has you excited, uh, about what you see God doing? Mm, Yeah. I mean, I'm definitely, you know, one of, you know, a handful of, of people on our team that, you know, that are just, you know, all of my background was in out of the church. You know, I was a worship leader before I came to to capital and along the way i've just been still a part of it i'm still involved weekly with with my church team and you know that's typically the hat i end up wearing is you know we create music you know we work with artists and songwriters and we create music you know and 
at some point that music's going to interface, you know, with the church and, um, and the church is, 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 you know, it's a living, breathing organism and God is always doing something different. And so, you know, the, what's happening there and how our music translates or is accepted or, you know, kind of, it, it all is kind of, it, it's always kind of morphing. And so I find myself a lot of times being, you know, sort of in some ways an interpreter of music that we've created to the church. And obviously the cafe videos are part of that and how we talk about those songs when we send them out in a newsletter or, you know, on socials or whatever, all of that has to come through our team and the, the language and the, how we present those songs has to, you know, has to match up with, with where the church is. And, and then going back the other way as well, it's like that we see these, these trends happening in the church and we're passing that information through a lot of times to our creative teams at Capitol and our songwriters and our artists of, you know, this is what we see happening. These are the types of songs that we see really churches are gravitating toward. These are the type of things that churches are singing about right now. And, and so <clears throat> a lot of ways are, you know, we're, we're passing information kind of back and forth and I probably get more emails and calls, you know, from different areas of our company of, of just like, you know, either somebody sends a song and they'll say, Hey, you know, what do you, what do you think about this? Like, what's the church, you know, going to, how the church going to feel about this? What's the potential, you know, for, in worship for this song, you know? And so I get a lot of communication like that and, um, you know, kind of weighing in on things. And, and then there's, there's, you know, sometimes it's, it's more business related, you know, where it's, you know, we've got, you know, you know, songs that, you know, we're trying to get songs placed with an artist for recording, or we've got something great that we want to make happen for a writer or for an artist and coming up with creative ideas of like, you know, how do we do that? And so, you know, at the core of it, I, I feel like, you know, without saying like, I'm the church guy, because we have a bunch of church people at, <laughs> at Capitol, it's, it's not really that, <laughs> but it's like, you know, our team really does have a finger on the pulse of, the local church and you know that you know we try to share that knowledge and that information as much as we can with with all the different areas of the company you know as you know we're trying to stay relevant trying to help our artists to stay relevant and a lot of times our artists are you know they're way further along than we are because they're out every you know well before 2020 they were out playing music but right. you know they're out <laughs> they're, they're leading songs they're seeing how things respond how things react you know, but often, you know, what happens is, you know, you may have a, a large church that's creating music and what works in that environment, what works on their tour, what works in their worship nights, um, sometimes, you know, might, might translate to the 200 member local church, you know, with, you know, average, below average musicians. And sometimes it, it won't translate. And, and so that's part of our job, I think, as well is to, you know, to try to to help songs get off of the, you know, the 2000 seat platform and make sure that they translate into the 200 seat platform and, um, mm, mm. and, and helping just artists, writers and, and our staff, just like understand, you know, who is this audience that we're talking to? Who are these, mm -hmm. these guys and girls that are leading every week in church? You know, what are their, you know, what are their, the pressures that they're under, what are the types of things that they need? What are the songs that they're looking for? How do we best serve them? So, you know, helping to kind of educate and pass that information back and forth, you know, kind of helps our whole team sort of run, you know, I think stay current and also make sure that we're, you know, we're putting out music that's you know, really hitting where people are. It's really serving them at, at the moments that they need it. And, um, yeah. And just, and just trying to, you know, to, you know, be the best resource that we can be. Mm. Yeah, that's, that's fantastic. That's yeah. awesome. So you obviously, you have lots of ongoing conversation with artists. So um, I'm wondering, is there anybody that you haven't had a chance to interview yet? I mean, beyond me and Brian, I know that we're both really high on that <laughs> list, but <laughs> is there anyone <laughs> that you haven't had a chance to interview yet that you would really um, hope to hope to get to have a conversation with in the future? Oh man, that's a good question. Uh, man, there's so many people. I love talking to people and hearing their stories. And um, man, I've just been so blessed, you know, because of 
know, it's really because of the work and, and what Worship Together stands for that we've been able to to talk to so many people, you know, and, um, but I'm just a fan of worship leaders and worship music. And so, you know, I, it, it's one thing to be in the music industry for a long time. It's another thing to be in it and not be jaded, you know, and, mm-hmm. and, yeah. and our team, you know, it, it, we really aren't because we're just a fan of songs and we're a fan of artists. And so whenever there's something that kind of breaks out and, it's so cool and like fresh, you know, that it's like, man, I got to like figure, figure out how to talk to that person. Like I want to, I want to meet them. And, and usually, you know, I mean, thankfully the cool thing is we can usually make it happen, you know, pretty most of the time. And so, um, you know, I've got some, you know, some interviews coming up that I'm excited about, you know, I'm trying to work one out with Jeremy Riddle right now. I've been a fan of Jeremy's for years and um, you know he's got yes, an amazing yes. book that he's released, and so we're trying to mm. to figure out, you know, you know, trying to work out a conversation there and 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 make that happen. Um, you know, I love what's happening internationally, and you know, and so I love you know getting a word, you know, and talking to somebody that's in a totally different context, you know, either in another country mm-hmm. about what's mm-hmm. happening there. Um, so yeah, so those are some of the things you know I get excited about. I'm just thinking through like, you know, is there you know, the names of people or whatever. I don't know. I love pastors too. Like I love talking to pastors mm-hmm. because I feel like, um, you know, pastors really drive the worship culture in the local church. And, you know, I think that's really even more evident the last, you know, in the last five, 10 years, it's really came on. And you think about churches like um, Hillsong, you know, where Pastor Brian Houston is such an advocate for worship or a Passion City Church where you've mm-hmm. got you know, Louis Shelley Giglio is such passionate you know worship people and you know in elevation mm-hmm. and pastor Stephen, you know that's you know you know we're i think hopefully we're going to be able to talk to louis you know coming up pretty soon um around the new book that he's he's releasing and uh i'd love to talk to pastor furtick as well you know we've we've chatted on mm-hmm. a cafe before just um around the mm-hmm. blessing when, when that song released um but he's mm-hmm. such a um he's such an engaging speaker and you know it'd be really fun to be able to dig in a little bit more to you know to what's ha- what's happening with him so you know it's it's exciting you know and, and we never get bored or like jaded with it you know there's always something new and fresh to talk about you know even as we speak you know i'm i'm connecting later today to talk with um pastor michael miller and Lisa smith from upper room you know i think what's happening with mm-hmm. upper room is really exciting you know and you know, it's mm-hmm. um, just hearing, you know, what God's doing in, in local ministries is always like um, mm-hmm. always amazing. And so it's, it's great to talk to any of those folks that are that are driving and have really committed their lives to making those things work. Mm. Maybe uh, you and Pastor Stephen could hit the gym together. <laughs> Bro. Maybe Bentley, maybe some, maybe some bench press, you know, curls. I don't know how crazy you want to get with it, but I would, I would feel, send us some pictures. I, I would feel so out, man. You know, <laughs> maybe, maybe I could like, he could just talk to me while he works out. Like that would be better. I could just take there you go. I'll sip on a coffee yep. or something like that. That's a wise man. That's what I, that's what I would choose as well. Um, well, okay, Jimmy, we, I, I told you, we, this is a question we've asked every single person we've ever had the honor to talk with, and we call it the big room question. So if we could get uh, every worship leader, production leader, every volunteer player, singer, production volunteer, we got them all in one big arena, and we gave you a microphone. What would you want to say to that group? Mm, man, that's a great question. I mean, when you guys sent this over earlier, as we were prepping for this, I was like, gosh, man, what, what a big you know, question. You know, I'm a lot of my heart for, for those that are serving in local ministries is just their, um, their health and their longevity in ministry. And, um, you know, I'm aware of that. I've spent time, you know, on church staff. I know how difficult it can be, um, not just from a workload. I think, I think a lot of people look at church leaders and they're like, bro, like you drink coffee, like 
half the day, you know, and <laughs> sit on your MacBook like, you know, <laughs> why don't you get a job? <laughs> but what I don't think people realize is the um, is the emotional and the spiritual weight mm-hmm. that those folks carry. And so, you know, I have a real heart um, for people that are serving either, you know, in any capacity, you know, volunteer, part time, full time. You know, I think, you know, a lot of the heroes of my heroes in, in ministry are, are volunteers, you know, or bivocational people that are, mm-hmm. you know, working mm-hmm. hard at, at a full-time job, but they love the church and they are serving there on their free time. And, um, and, and so I think, you know, my word to all of them would be, you know, just to play the long game. You know, I was, mm-hmm. I was at a conference years ago and one of the speakers, I still remember that. I don't remember what else really happened at the conference, but I remember one thing a speaker said, and it was, you know, sometimes the biggest thing you can do in ministry is stay in one place more than five years. Mm-hmm. And um, wow. it really struck me because, you know, I see, you know, I've been in a lot of ministries and um, in churches, and I just see how fast, you know, sometimes people burn out and, and, you know, and a lot of times they'll, especially in the worship circle, you know, pastors, I think are a little mm-hmm. bit longer tenure, not much, but I, I think the last time survey I saw was like most worship pastors are about 18 months at a church. Wow. And, um, wow. and that's, to me, it's just heartbreaking. Wow. Cause I think, you know, mm. you really hit a level of effectiveness in the ministry and really knowing your people and really knowing what's, mm-hmm. you know, what's that community, you know, probably two to three years into something. And so, you know, I think a lot of people will, you know, we'll burn down really quick sometimes, or they, they pop in somewhere, they stay for a while, then they move on. So, you know, I just, you know, my heart is just to really encourage people to, you know, to find a ministry and just really dig in and really plant in the, in the community, plant in the church and, and be there for a while. And I think the fruit of the ministry is, is it's one of these things where it compounds over time. Like, you know, you, mm-hmm. you can go in and make a, a, a small difference, you know, obviously, you know, join the church, but that effectiveness compounds over time. And when you get into, you know, those four or five, 10, 15 year ministries, you know, the, the, uh, the ministry that's been sown and harvested and re-sown over all those years, it's a, it's a compounding effect. And, you know, I've seen that, you know, the results of people that have done that and, and the fruit that comes out of that is amazing and incredible. So, you know, that would be the, the word I would give it would be to, you know, find that place where you feel called and just get in there and like plant your family, plant your roots and and really uh, stay, stay planted for a while and let let your ministry kind of grow and develop, you know, roots in a specific in, in local church. Mm-hmm. Mm, that's so good. And I love one of the words you used there was reseed um, because, you know, there's going to be those times where you're maybe rebuilding mm-hmm. or re- reaffirming the things that you did early on or tried to teach early on. So that's a, that's a great word, man. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And thanks for the time. I, I, I would say one of the things that I admire most about you, and there's a lot of things, but there's to have been doing this as long as you've been doing it to remain uh, the interviews you do are always so genuine. Like uh, you're in the moment with that person. You're, you're in the moment experiencing the, the truth of the song with them. And uh, I just, I love that about you. I've always kind of assumed that a conversation with you would be pretty much what it was today. And I really, really appreciate that about you. And I appreciate you taking the time. Uh, well, that's very kind, Brian. I, I really appreciate you guys. Thanks for all you do. And, um, you know, sometimes in ministry in life in general, uh, you just need to take a minute and laugh. And um, I'm thankful for you guys because um, I don't know why, maybe it's because I've just, I've done worship for so long, but there's nothing funnier than watching someone else like uh, train, you know, train wreck in worship as I've done a hundred times. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, you, you guys have brought so much joy <laughs> and lightheartedness. Oh, Thank and you. So I really do appreciate what you guys are doing. 
Well, thanks, brother. We appreciate you. And so, fam, make sure you go uh, connect with worship together. If you're one of the few people on the planet who hasn't done that yet, make sure you follow them on the socials and uh, go get involved with what Worship Together is doing because it's uh, it's uh, moving the needle for all of us. So, Jimmy, thanks so much, man. We appreciate you. Thank you guys so much. And it's great to have this conversation. I really appreciate the invitation. Man, that's a good dude. Right? That's a good dude. Occasionally I get nervous for these interviews and I was kind of nervous interviewing Jimmy because he's Jimmy's interviewed everybody. Yeah, he has. He has. I do kind of wish everybody. we could have forced him to play a song and sing it for us since yeah, exactly. <laughs> hey Jimmy, what's your what's your latest song? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Talk that. to us about it. How'd you write it? Where'd it come from? <laughs> exactly. You know? Put the heat on him a little bit. <laughs> no, he was awesome. He was awesome. He's such a good dude, man. Yeah. He's such a good dude. So fam, thanks again for tuning in. Uh but hey. But wait, there's more. Got a few things we need to tell you. Yeah, yeah. Don't go clicking off of here yet. We're not done. Yeah, We're not done. not done, man. Hey, listen, do us a favor. Remember to go hit subscribe wherever it is that you're listening to this podcast and head on over to Apple Podcasts and leave us a five-star rating with a nice review. We should only say nice, thing, nice things. So five-star rating with a nice review. And that just helps to get the message of the podcast out in front of more people. But I want to do something special today. So all of you guys who quit listening, you're about to miss out on this. But we're doing something special today. I want to highlight a podcast review that we got from Jenny M29. And she gave us five stars. And this is what she said. Awesome podcast. Worship Leader Probs both makes me laugh and challenges me. I'm so thankful for their encouragement and realistic insight. So Jenny M29, if you are listening, send us a DM because we want to send you something special. We want to thank you for taking time to rate and to, to write a nice review about the podcast. So Jenny M29, send us a DM over Instagram and we are going to send you something. What a thoughtful person. I know. So thoughtful. Jenny M, thank you. Thank you, Jenny M. Jenny M29. <laughs> Jenny M29. We love you. Hit thank us you up, for that. man. Thank DM you for us, that. man. Thank you for that. And hey, thanks to all of you guys for following us on all of the socials at Worship Leader Probs on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok. Things are blowing up over there. <laughs> blowing crazy. up over there. Um, and you can, you can also find us on Twitter by searching the hashtag Worship Leader Probs. Yeah. And, you know, we've got, we have one of the things that has been awesome about the podcast is we've made these amazing connections. Mm-hmm. And at the top of the list of people we are super grateful for are our friends at Maven Media Productions. You often hear us talk about Allie. Mm-hmm. Uh, you met Heath uh, on the podcast a month ago. Um, just unbelievable people. And there's mo- there's more than Heath and Allie, but um, most of our interactions are with Heath and Allie, and they're just incredible people. Yeah. If your ministry or your company or your church is looking for, you know, help with uh, leadership consulting or website design or logos or social media branding, any of that mm-hmm. stuff, hit them up, mavenmediaproductions.com. They're just the best, mm-hmm. and they're super they're, they're church people who love the Lord and man, they will help you. They will yes. do a great, great job. Yeah. And uh, thanks to my brother, not my literal brother, but my, he's my bro, you know, Scott Hoke <laughs> for our voiceover intro. Um, guys, we love you. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next week. And until next time, deuces. Smell you later. <laughs> <laughs>